Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. Hey filmmakers, Jason Brubaker talking to you from sunny Southern California. Welcome to today's show. I want to share with you just real quick um, a really cool thing that happened. I saw yesterday, and you probably know this by now, but Tom Malloy's raised over $25 million for films, um, and he's produced multiple feature films at this point with many more in the pipeline, as well as, you know, he runs a distribution company, runs a film funding company, runs a production company. There's a lot of things stacked up, and we're always... You know, I'm personally very honored to be able to work with him. He comes over to filmmaking stuff and he teaches some courses. Um, so yesterday, uh, a former client from years and years ago who bought uh, some courses when Tom and I just started working together, um, I saw her come back through yesterday and she'd paid for um, and invested in, a, you know, a really big film funding course that we offer. And in the process of doing that, I was like, man, I, I recognize that name. So I, I saw in one of her emails, there was a phone number. So I called her and uh, she, you know, sure enough, she was like, hey, um, you know, I went out there, I did it and I sold my uh, film to Showtime. So uh, Deborah, if you're listening to this podcast, I just want to say congratulations to you uh, for your success and future success. And uh, I'm honored to, you know, share some some, some small part of that. Uh, as well as, you know, I'm speaking for you, Tom Malloy, but I know every time somebody writes back to you and says, hey, I was able to learn this and that and the other thing from uh, all the filmmaking courses that you teach. Thanks so much. You know, it, it's just that's what we're here for. Um, I really think that, you know, and, and I don't I'm not going to speak for Tom right now, but me personally, I just love it. Love it um, when, you know, people go out and they're able to not just, you know, use the resources that we offer, but just an amalgamation of all sorts of different resources that are out there. But the main thing is taking action, not waiting around for somebody to give you permission to be successful. You're going out there, you're putting your work out there. So, you know, aside from that email that I told you about there, um, Tom and I get a lot of questions from people and because we've been doing this for so long, it's easy for us. We fall into the pattern of thinking that, you know, some of the, some of the filmmaking terms that we throw around, we just assume everybody knows what these things are. And so today specifically, I want to talk about an executive producer or the role of an executive producer. Um, and I want to focus just to make this fun, I want to focus on the famed producer Robert Evans. Now, if you've sat through any of Tom's webinars, uh, Tom often describes Robert Evans as the greatest producer. Um, and I'm going to let Tom talk more about Robert Evans and his background, but just know there was a book that I read earlier in my career called The Kid Stays in the Picture. It's a Robert Evans story. There's also a documentary of the same title. Um, but most recently, Paramount, if you, if you have that network or access to that network, They've created a series called The Offer, which is uh, the story of The Godfather and, and the making of The Godfather. Now, it's been quite a few years since somebody's been, a, you know, uh, a making of type of story, you know, about the process of, of putting these projects together. Um, and I think it's a really good one. Thank you, Jason. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the essence of what I guess I was talking about today on the podcast is executive producing, really. And what is an executive producer? But... Uh, you were right. It did stem from the fact that I really am loving the TV show The Offer on Paramount Plus, which is the story of the making of The Godfather. And obviously they embellish some of the story 
and made it a little bit more entertaining. But a lot of that uh, is true, and the, you're you're seeing the the people that are involved. And the person I did want to single out is the guy that's playing Robert Evans. I'll have to look him up on my computer right now as as I'm doing this podcast. But uh, just you know, fantastic really a performance, but also impression of Robert Evans. Um, now, if you don't know who Robert Evans is, and by the way, that guy's name is Matthew Good, um, who I believe is a British actor, which is even funnier. So um, Robert Evans, if you don't know who he is, was started as an actor, and he then worked his way up to the head of Paramount Pictures and took Paramount Pictures from the absolute ninth out of ninth place in studios to number one out of ninth place which is it was just that in itself is amazing and the hits you could just name classics of all time love story the godfather which is in this case what the offer's about the godfather 2 chinatown and so what about him was i mean i from a long time especially when the movie the kid stays in the picture came out i mean there was a movie that was made about him a documentary called the kid stays in the picture and it's it was an Oscar-winning documentary. It's brilliant. Please check that out if you're if you're looking for something fantastic to watch. And then when I saw that, I went back and then I read his entire book, "The Kid Stays in the Picture." And then I read another book called I believe it was called "When the Fat Lady Sang," uh, which was another book that he wrote. And so I just kind of got fascinated by him. And what's really cool is that I got to meet him and we watched a movie together. And so that was and the movie's called Middlemen, which with with Luke Wilson, which was really cool. So all of those things that what I'm getting at, and I guess the kind of point of the podcast today, when we talk about what is executive producing, and Robert Evans is he the best example of executive producing? I I say a lot that he is who I consider the greatest producer of all time, and uh, and why is that? Why did he take Paramount from nine out of nine to number one out of nine? Why did he produce these great hits? And so what an executive producer is is kind of the creative genius behind the other creative geniuses, right? And he is the person that is the face and getting the sales and putting things all together, assembling the team, right? Now, a person like Robert Evans is not going to be the the guy that's hiring the catering for the film, right? Or casting background actors in the film. That's just not going to happen. And I see it sometimes, especially, you know, I, even on, on the levels of the films that I'm producing, sometimes somebody will, hey, man, um, can I be background for a movie? And I'm like, I don't even know who's running that department. Then I have to call somebody else. Hey, who's running the background department? You know, and then find who's doing that and kind of put them together because a movie is really like a corporation, right? You know, and, and Robert Evans is a perfect example of somebody that's the chair of a corporation, you know, and you see him. It'd be very cool and especially now in the series itself there's kind of a breakdown that he has because his wife was cheating on him and all that stuff and I don't know exactly how much of that happened during the shooting of The Godfather from what I remember he didn't find out to the premiere of The Godfather that his wife was cheating on him with Steve McQueen um Ali McGraw being his wife at the time so I don't know they they kind of made it seem like he found out during the production of of that so that might be again one of those um uh, things that they used that just to artistic license to uh, make the story a little bit more entertaining. But the bottom line is you see that he's, he's assembling the best people. He's making the hard choices, firing some people when he needs them, when he needs to fire people, people that are trying to get in the way, people that are trying to undermine him, um, making some bad decisions. You know, he was against Al Pacino 
from the start and look at that iconic performance now of Al Pacino and you know and and you see Al Ruddy the other producer they're, they're the true kind of nuts and bolts producer of the movie having, having to convince Robert Evans why Pacino is the best person for that um, but I mean he's out there selling and he's out there kind of being the person that is the spiritual leader of the film itself. He's running the entire studio. And what's cool about this, and one of the things that I, I highly recommend that when people watch this show, if you, and for you, the people listening, that they definitely should watch it, is you see challenges. Challenges that Al Ruddy faces as the producer. Challenges that Francis Ford Coppola has as the director. Challenges that Robert Evans has as the head of the studio. And the, so anybody that's saying, oh man, it's tough to get an independent film made, I'm going, yes, of course. And look at this. On, on the, one of the greatest movies, easily top 10 movies of all time, the same thing. There's the same challenges. Now, that one is even more. I mean, they had the mafia coming after him, trying to stop them from making the movie. Huge people like Frank Sinatra trying to stop him from making the movie. So, there's look, you're never going to know what challenge you're going to face in making a movie, but you have to handle them with um, grace and with professionalism and really kind of direct action, really, at the end of the day. Now, obviously, if you watch the show, it, it starts to show a little bit of uh, Robert Evans' downfall, but that's, you know, what I'm talking about is kind of the early parts of that, when it's all selling the sizzle, so to speak. And what was great about Robert Evans is that he could sell that sizzle, you know? And even when I got to meet him, you, you felt like you were around somebody that really knew what he was talking about. Whatever he was going to talk about, you were going to go, oh, yeah, this, you know, he's a great kind of salesman of himself and the world of movies and film. And so at the end of the day, when you're talking about executive producer, you, there's a whole kind of thing that comes with it. It's a, a way of carrying yourself. It's uh, a, a status where you're the person that's supplying the money. It's a behavior of confidence. And it is really sitting behind a project and being that kind of champion for everybody that's involved. Really, there's so many people involved in a film and you can't micromanage each one. So you got to pick the right people, put them in place and be the boss of all bosses and be the person that at the end of the day, you're up there uh, getting the Oscar for best picture when your film takes off. Yeah, thanks, Tom. I mean, it, that's really the thing, right? It's like so often we talk about this idea of leveling up our filmmaking and you know, I, I think I need to stop every once in a while and just remind you what that means, everybody. You know, what it means is you, you start where you're at. You have the resources to do a project this weekend. Some of you, that means that you sit in your living room and, uh, I don't know, you, re, you record um, how to cook a steak. I don't know why I'm thinking this way. I must be hungry. But, you know, you record how to cook a steak on, on your phone. And you put that up on YouTube and you build, you know, a description around it, a title around it, some tags. And next thing you know, maybe you get a few people that raise their hand and say, hey, I like your work. And, and what is that? That's a two minute documentary on how to cook a steak. I, I mean, you could do that this weekend. Right. And and Tom's talking about like leveling up to the point where you're making films. And I say films, I mean, movies, I mean, motion pictures. You level up to the point where you're making studio level motion pictures uh, and then some, and you know, you keep your eye on the prize. In some cases for you, that might be an Oscar. Some of you might be like, Hey, I want to just create more videos and figure out a way to monetize this and, and, you know, get the heck out of my crappy day job. And, um, I can certainly relate to that by the way, I, I've been there. So, you know, from what we're talking about here is like, just as you're listening to this and you're thinking about, you know, 
what you want to create. Don't forget that it's time to create something with the resources you have. And you can be the executive producer where you're at right now. And you don't need my permission to tell you so. Um, but if you need my permission, I'm going to go ahead and give you permission. As long as you keep everything safe and legal, uh, you have my permission to be as successful as you want to be. And if you're listening to this thinking like, man, I've had this goal of getting a project made for how many months or how many years and I'm finally ready to take action. If that describes you, uh, I would invite you to come over to filmmakingstuffhq.com and apply to join our mastermind. Uh, we meet every other Wednesday at the time of you know my conversation here in this podcast, at the time of this podcast, uh, we're meeting every other Wednesday at 8 o'clock a.m. California time. Uh, we get together on a, you know, I like to say these days that we get together on a Zoom, but it's actually a Google Meet. But nonetheless, we can see each other. Uh, you do have the option to call in, but but it's probably better if you're able to sit somewhere where we can all see you. Um, and then we just really go through each of our projects and we say, you know, what are we working on? What are our two-week goals? What are our challenges? Um, here's what I'm going to do over the next two weeks to take a small step in the direction of pushing my project forward. I mean, that's really all it is. And, and we're, we're just so excited for, if you are a mastermind member and you're listening to this, we're just really excited for you. Cause you know, I don't, I don't need to tell you, but, but there's some good momentum. Folks are making progress. And anyway, um, we, we invite you to come by and apply uh, to join the mastermind. So go to filmmakingstuffhq.com. And yeah, I'll go ahead and wrap it up, but I appreciate you listening to this. And, you know, as always, we, we really love it. If you, you know, if you were enjoying the show, um, share it with another filmmaker that you might know, or um, we, we also appreciate it wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can go there and just write a quick review um, about your thoughts on the, on the podcast. And if there's something that you want us to talk about in future shows, you can always email me. I'm uh, Jason at filmmakingstuff.com. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Filmmaking Stuff podcast with Jason Brubaker. If you like our show and want to get more filmmaking info, make sure you check out filmmakingstuff.com and join us every week for new filmmaking tactics. Until next time, take action and make your movie now.